what's goody what's goody anchor is seven million and i'm back today with another episode i have not done a segment for soul sunday in probably a few months now um due to my editing not really being the best a lot of my episodes are grouping together and also i have been doing a lot of work behind the scenes with trying to get more guests um constantly reaching out to people um constantly promoting on my social media but unfortunately i have had a lot of cancellations but as y'all all know i am a firm firm believer in god and i feel like as long as you're putting your best foot forward and you're trying and you're doing your best the cars will fall where they may but i know on my end i have to stay consistent whether i have all of the correct guests or not i do greatly appreciate mr satori he has already done two episodes with me he's a great author he's a great person he's hilarious he's kind i just love him so much he's um he's a a wonderful man um and he's a, a great homie he's he's a really great homie we cut up we shoot the shit um I like to say that we're ratchet believers in God. Um, why I say ratchet is because we have our own way. We're not perfect. We don't pretend to be shit that we're not. But today, I wanted to discuss the Bible. And I also wanted to discuss a movie that I saw last night. I saw this movie as a kid. Um, but I rewatched it last night, Daddy's Little Girl. And when I tell you, I don't know, like as a kid, you know how sometimes you don't really catch the messages in a shit until you get older. But for some reason, that movie last night really struck a fucking nerve in me. Like I had to shed a thug tear. Like it, that shit just had me really emotional. And as a kid, I was not like that. But with me being older and me being through so many different transitions in life, it brought tears to my eyes, man. Like, oof. So I definitely want to speak on that because in Daddy's Little Girl, it was so many powerful messages that definitely need to be talked about. It was so powerful it was so touching um it was relatable that's another reason why i really respect tyler perry as a writer as a director as a coordinator with music um with his screenplays he is so talented and his messages are very very relatable not everybody grew up going to church not everybody is a firm believer in god not everybody knows how to pray but he definitely makes his movie he definitely writes his movie his content so where it's relatable and it's understandable and i definitely respect that now one of the first things i want to speak on is monty not only y'all this is why i say i'm a ratchet christian not only is Idris Alba delectable bitch he was really a good man in this movie now I like the fact that 
all of his kids were by the same mother because you know the stigma with the hood is oh he may have a lot of baby mothers and he's this and he's that but Monty he was really a good man all of his kids were by the same woman he was a strong man he was a real man a real man meaning he took care of his kids we don't have a lot of men that do that especially not in the hood and especially not where i'm from i'm from north it was a rare occasion you saw a person taking care of their kids that was rare that was like seeing a a white person in the fucking hood is not what you see often unless they're coming to buy fucking drugs so i i like the fact that tyler perry had monty is such a dominant character in his community and such a loving character a great father he barely raised his voice at his kids He didn't hit his kids. He encouraged his kids. He did homework with his kids. He bought his kids food, clothes. He didn't just have them in the house all day. They were doing activities. He took them to the aquarium. You know how much aquarium tickets fucking cost? Oh, I have mercy. I really like, now that I'm older, I really, really fuck with Monty's character. Like, to the highest extent now that I'm fucking older. You know how much fucking aquarium tickets cost? Do you know how much it takes to feed three kids if you're not on fucking welfare? Do you know how much money that is? And I like the simple fact even when his baby mother, Jennifer, I liked even though she was out of pocket, He never really raised his voice at her. He never really tried to hit her or push her or anything like that. Like, he was even being respectable when she was disrespecting him. Like, I really fuck with Monty's character extremely, extremely hard. And for him wanting to open up his own garage to fix cars because that was something that he was talented in. Monty wasn't out running the streets or trying to be a thug. You can definitely tell he was a reformed thug, bitch. Don't get it fucked up. Um, And I'm going to get to that part in a minute. But um, I had to take a sip out of my Pepsi. I'm parched. Anyway, you can definitely tell that he was a reformed thug, but he wasn't running the streets. He wanted to make his money the honest way in order to take care of his kids. I really fuck with Monty's character. Now, the part where I really felt like God was speaking to me on is when Monty had to go work a job that he necessarily didn't want to. But the blessing was in his obedience. He said, he said, that's not really for me being a person driver, going to that bougie side of town. That's not really me. But then when the grandmother, Miss Katz, died, he like, Father, how am I going to do this? God put it back in his spirit again. Go be her driver. He was fighting in the spirit. He didn't want to do that. But out of his obedience is how he got the blessing. Now, 
Satan was fighting him the whole fucking way. The grandmother Miss Katz, I was raised by my great-grandmother, so I definitely understand that and my grandmother was my great-grandmother was diagnosed with um rectal cancer so I know how hard it is to be raised by an individual that is sick and standing on their on their last leg but she gave those girls everything she had but she kept it a buck with Monty and said look you have to you have to. If you don't step up, they're going to end up in harm's way. You have to. And sometimes the spirit will push you when you feel like you're not ready. But God is going to make sure that you don't fall. So he kept saying when he went in the room and saw his little girl sleeping, he said, Father, how am I going to do this? How, how am I going to do this? So God spoke back to him and said, you have to be that driver. God knew he wasn't going to last at that job, but it was his obedience of where he got the blessing. God put him in position in order to meet Ju- in order to meet Julia. He could not afford her as a lawyer. But even when you feel like you can't, God is speaking to that person's spirit to help you. God is above the fucking judicial system. He is. Now, why I say Satan was fighting him the whole fucking way? Because Julia, this bitch was a fucking doozy. I have worked for people like her. I have. On my hands, on my knees. Cleaning up at the people like her. This bitch was a fucking doozy. Oh my goodness. Ooh, child. If it was me personally, I would have been trying to figure out a way to plot the bitch murder from the fucking gate. Because she was doing a lot. A lot. That bitch was out of so far out of fucking pocket. Oh my goodness. Anyway, that was Satan fighting him the whole time. When God has something planned for you, Satan knows that. He knows that and he tries to fight against that plan. And it's like, God will speak a promise into you, but Satan will try to fight you off of that promise, hitting you with worldly shit to distract you off of your tax. And those are some of the most hardest and some of the most trying times that a person can go through with this bougie bitch in the back seat complaining about every fucking thing you're on company time you're not supposed to be taking company calls oh my goodness oh my goodness i would i would have been i would have jumped out the fucking car and left that shit and left that shit fucking rolling and politely let it drive off the fucking cliff like my i just can't my nervous system i can't deal with a lot of shit i can't but I have, (laughs) but now to the point now, I'm like, Father, please, Jesus. But God was still in motion the whole time. Monty really kept his composure with her. Um, 
even when she was yelling in the backseat and screaming and saying, you're kidnapping me, I'm being kidnapped. Ah, and she's screaming and she going rah, 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 rah. My first instance would have been to slap the shit out of her fucking ass. That, But that's the ratchet in me. That's the part that God is still working on. Okay? Um, but also, I felt like God needed her to see that when you speak to people a certain way and when you treat them in a certain mannerism, you don't know what people are going through. Even though he was going through a situation with his kids, he wasn't taking that out on you. He was obedient to the spirit, but it was it was a lot. It was a lot. And even when you feel like God has forgotten about you, when you feel like shit is getting worse, you're like, Father, where you at? You promised me this. You promised me that. What the fuck is going on? Jesus. When he came into the hospital and saw all them thugs, first of all, listen, when this is the shit that gets on my nerves in the fucking hood and this is something that I have recognized as a child you don't need an entourage in the fucking hospital you are around medical practitioners okay you don't need a fucking entourage all of you are not getting in a fucking exam Half of you don't even have fucking insurance. You don't have insurance. You don't have dental. You do not have a fucking 401k plan. My goodness. I'm sorry, y'all. My allergies, my throat, my nose, everything is fucking clogged. The bitch need Benadryl. Anyways. Take another sip out my Pepsi. Anyways. And Jennifer... I hate them bitches that put a nigga before they fucking child. I hate that shit so fucking much. I hate niggas come and go. Your kids are forever, bitch. Get your your shit together. I love Tasha Smith. I love her to death. But her playing this character because Tasha Smith is such an amazing actress. She makes you believe every single role. But Jennifer, that role, I hated. I hated that fucking role. She played it extremely well. I just hated that fucking role so much. I, I can't like... Oh my goodness. You don't need an entourage in the fucking hospital. And I hate when people do shit all of a sudden. You haven't visited your kids. You didn't go to visit your kids in months. Bitch, you have the money. Not once did you buy them no shoes. Did you take them to go get their hair done? Did you buy them clothes? You didn't do none of that. But all of a sudden, now you want to be a fucking parent. And stop having these niggas around your kids that's not the fucking father. Stop that shit. Why is it? Why is your nigga and his niggas around your fucking kids? <sighs> Jesus. But at that moment, that was one of the hardest moments for Monty because when your hands are tied and you know that you're a good person and you believing in God and you praying and your hands are fucking tied and the things that you love the most get taken away from you, that shit cuts. 
it hurts like no fucking other. Oh my God, that is a pain. I'm not a parent, but that is a pain that is undescribable. I was taken away from my mom and I know that feeling of the time when I needed her the most. I was going in to be a to be a freshman in high school and I was taken away from my mom. It it hurts. It cuts deep and you don't really understand it. The judge not really in your favor. The system is fucked. It's you feel like what can I do? What I'm praying. When is it gonna change? When is it gonna get better? And then for this bitch. The be in the background is, is he going to take me home? Like, bitch, are you this, are you this fucking heartless? You just seen what the fuck just happened. You have money, bitch. Call a fucking cab. Are, are we really this heartless? Like, I don't like people with money that don't, that don't get to the point where they have money, where they no longer have fucking emotions. That shit drops me up the fucking wall. It's not what you want just because you have fucking money. No one gives a fuck. Take your little fucking money and call a fucking cab. You fired this man when you see that he trying to trying to feed his kids. But at the end of the day, Monty was obedient to the spirit. Okay, next scene. Now he got to do the now he got to do the custody hearing <clears throat> to try to get the kids back. He don't have a lawyer and anybody that has been in the system and that has been arrested with our criminal fucking asses, we know public offenders ain't shit. Basically, you don't even fuck them, period. They, they not shit. Their hands are tied. Ain't too much they can do. Ain't too much they can do. So Monty did the right thing, nigga. Defend your fucking self, period. Because a public defender ain't shit. They can barely remember what the fuck they even there for. Oh, God, I hate the fucking system. Anyway, when Monty went to the custody hearing and tried to get his kids and stuff like that, and they bringing up his past, and it's nothing like you a good person and you feel like your enemies are trampling over you because they have the money to outdo you. Jennifer ain't work, but she was she was first lady to a boss. So of course they had the lawyer, they had the money for the lawyer, the attorney to pay all them fees and shit. People working a nine to five ain't got that type of money. But Monty stepped out on faith and he went and he tried to do his best. But and then for him to go to Julia, he wasn't even trying to come to her like on some sister shit like help me out like with a favor he was that's just the way that he spoke and she completely took it out of context and to say what are you getting out of this you getting some kind of money from the government and it's nothing like a person riding you and all you trying to do is the right thing you like, why the fuck are you riding me and all I'm trying to do is the right thing? All I'm trying to do is get my kids back. Why are you riding me? Bitch, you not the fucking judge. You don't have the final say. I'm coming to you because I need a fucking lawyer. 
That's why I'm coming to you. But see, it couldn't be me because Tyler Perry movies are PG-13. It couldn't have been me. I would have cursed that bitch out so fucking bad. They would have had to make that shit rated R. No, 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 no. I would have let that bitch have it. I would have cared for that bitch split is. I would have cared for that bitch petition. I would have cared for that bitch nail tech. I would have cared for the. Oh, I would have cared for the bitch that do her fucking pedicures. I would have cared for her fucking tampons. I would have took all the batteries out that bitch house. You want to pitch a bit? You want to piss a bitch off? Take all the fucking batteries out the house. Oh, I would have let that bitch have it. You wanna ooh, you wanna piss a bitch off? You come for that bitch fucking split ends. Bitch, how the fuck is you wearing a fucking 1965 flip out bitch in the tooth that ooh, I would have let that bitch have it. But see, Tyler Perry movies are PG 13. <laughs> but seven million. It's triple X, bitch. I, I would have let that bitch have it. You talking about the bitch, the government. I would have came. Oh, I would have came for that bitch, the lettos. I would have came for that bitch, the seppies. I would have came for that bitch, pressing curl. Oh, I would have came for that bitch, roots. I would have came for that bitch, that. Oh, jeez. Oh. Monty just told the bitch, get a man, get a life. That ain't hard enough. You ain't cutting no, nigga. You ain't coming hard enough. You sitting snuck into that bitch house and took all the fucking batteries out that bitch house. Take all the bat. Ooh, you take all the batteries. You take that bitch edge control. You hide a bitch scarf. That's how the fuck you get a bitch. Ooh, she's ooh, Lord, hot. Let, let me let me get on topic because <laughs> my my cousin say she say bitch you always going fucking left stay on fucking topic okay yeah so but God even though Monty was obedient and went for her but sometimes in a crisis and in the middle of the storm you do really have to stay silent you really do because at the end of the day you have to answer to God but. I'm not, I'm not Monty. You know what I'm saying? I, I would have, I would have let the bitch have it. But, um, oh, she made me, that bitch made me so fucking upset throughout the duration of this fucking movie. That bitch had my temper on 10, bitch. Let me take another sip out of my Pepsi. Just think about, oh, anyway. So, God had to speak into her spirit. And even when a person is evil, doesn't mean that God can't talk to you. Sometimes you don't know why you're doing why you're doing what you're doing. And Monty was tired in the physical. He was tired in the spirit. All he wanted was his kids and to be a good father. That's all he wanted. And he like, why is the world fighting me so hard? Because I want to be a good father. Now, the bitch did help him get visitation rights one day a week. She did do that. And affording $500 an hour, lawyers are very, very fucking expensive. 
and especially for a good one. And even with the lawyer, ain't no telling that shit even in your situation going to change. That's the shit that gets me. Oh, father. So, now, speaking on these kids' mother, while the kids are staying with her, she has the little girl, the oldest girl, Sierra, trying to sell fucking weeds. Oh, Lord. <laughs> trying to sell fucking weed, bitch, at public school. You are, you already have 12 kids on payroll already selling weed at fucking school. Why do we need 13? Why? Okay? Then... You put a little girl selling drugs that doesn't, that's never been around drugs. Of course she's going to get fucking caught. Of course. And then the parents always want to blame the kid when shit go left. Why would you put a kid, a kid in charge of any fucking thing? <sighs> Father. Mm-mm-mm. But the judge politely dismissed that shit that they gave the little girl weed. Oh, my goodness. Oh, father, father, father. But what I will say, when he took Julia out for her birthday, sometimes when a person isn't coming in the necessarily package that you're used to doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. You got to see what's in people's heart. He didn't come to you and say, bitch, can you take care of me? He taking care of his kids on his own. You know what I'm saying? He took the bitch out for a couple drinks. <clears throat> and this is the part that got me. He gets her back to her fucking condo. The shit is laid the fuck out. I understand why she a bitch. The shit, the shit was fucking flawless. Whew. But still. Anyways. <clears throat> She's drunk. She's sinking fucking little John at the top of her lungs. Um, that that really did it for me. <laughs> that was it for me with that scene. Um, and I love little fucking John, but not this bougie bitch drunk trying to sing it. No. Um, we don't know that little John, bitch. We know the real little John. Um, he got her the water. Another thing that really threw me off in the fucking scene, why do we have a dildo next to the Tylenol? Do those two things even, why is the dildo in between floss and Tylenol? Do those things even go together? Why the fuck are they on the same shelf? That, he should have took it and just threw the shit in the fucking trash. That bitch would have been sick. Oh, oh, Jesus. And it's nothing like when you feel like your past is keeping you from your blessing or keeping you from your destiny. It's it's wild. He was accused of rape. He didn't do it, you know. But the bitch name was Amanda. He should have knew better just off her name. But maybe he didn't check for her name first. See, I pay attention. Before he pull out anything, nigga, you should have asked that bitch name, 
her fucking sign and then put all that shit together in your head and then that would have made your ass not even do the shit but he was young you know it's basketball you get bitches throwing they ass or whatever and then be tight when the, they don't end up with the nigga like get over it bitch you're a fucking whore get over it you slept with this nigga on, on the, not even the first night, bitch. This was in the first fucking five minutes. Do you want to see my room with your little thirsty ass? Bitch walking up to him looking like a, looking the way the fuck you looking. I can't even get the shit out right now. Just walking up looking the way you fucking looking. You can just, ooh, this bitch look like she didn't even wash her ass that day. Them little straggly ends and. Oof, this bitch, oof, you can just tell this bitch was a whore. She was a fucking whore. And that's him, are you gonna call me? He like, probably not, bitch, at least he kept it a thousand, but he probably shouldn't have said that. He probably should have just said yeah and then left and then really not did the shit because that bitch was being spiteful. But one thing you don't do, bitch, you don't play with a nigga freedom. That's what you don't fucking do. You do not play with a nigga freedom. Ooh, bitch. You do not fucking do that. Somebody, did he force you, Amanda? She like, yes. Bitch, hell no. Ain't nobody for shit. We going to, bitch, we going to the fucking gynecology. Show me the paperwork where it was a forced fucking entry. Do you know what they do to niggas in jail that have rape and, a, and rape and fucking child molestation charges on their fucking paperwork? Do you know what they do to people like that in prison? Hmm. Hmm. He should have known better. You don't de- you don't deal with no bitch named Amanda. He should have known better. And the way that bitch walked up, I know who you are. So she was doing her research. She spotted you the fuck out. That bitch was getting ready to put her bandana together. I'm telling you. I don't trust shit like that. You know who I am. Fuck you know me. Bitch, I don't know you. We don't go to the same fucking school, bitch. You lying about your fucking age. And she said that shit quick. 18? <laughs> Can't even get to shit 18? It's your little capping ass. That bitch been saying that shit for a while. That bitch been saying she was 18 since she was fucking 12. She was saying that shit too quick. I don't, it's my mind. I don't trust a lot of shit. I don't. I know who you are. See, the bollock was in that bitch body. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. That was, that was a fucking demon. The way that bitch walked the fuck up and that floral plant bitch. Uh-uh. Bitch, why the fuck are we wearing floral in the fucking 90s? You coming out this shit like a fucking disco whore. Uh-uh. Nope. I don't trust a lot of shit. But at... At the end of the day, Julia had to... And it's nothing like also another thing when you have people in your circle telling you not to. Like, at the end of the day... People shouldn't really judge your happiness. Monty was a good man. He wasn't trying to live off of Julia. He didn't have a lot of money, but he had no problem spending. That bitch ain't put shit on that fucking Chinese food. That was a big-ass bag. Do you know how much fucking Chinese food costs? 
good Chinese food at that. That shit was a big ass bag. That bitch ain't put nothing on fucking nothing. She didn't pay for them. She didn't pay for the fucking aquarium tickets. The bitch ain't put in on the fucking Chinese food. Where else they go? She ain't put in on no fucking gas money. She didn't put in on them little kids fucking outfits. Bitch, you you didn't come out the pocket for fucking nothing. So Monty was definitely not trying to live off of her. But it's crazy when God sends something your way. And even when you try to say no, it come back. But the storm came when everything went silent. And you like, damn, God, where you at? Like, now she gone. Who I'm going to have speak for me. It's not even about that. I want my kids, but I love this woman. I want my kids. I want to be happy. God, where you at? I know that feeling. I know that feeling. When you at a place that you don't necessarily want to be, but you trying your hardest, and there's so many people coming for you with so many different obstacles, and you feel like you ready to break, but even when you telling yourself, God, I'm not strong enough to do this, but you still moving forward, even when you don't feel like you strong, you still moving fucking forward. And out of nowhere, that blessedness came like boom, but it was the fucking impact. When you fighting your last fight to push to the fucking blessing. Oh my God, when that shit came, this is what brought tears to my eyes when a little girl came and said the man was beating on her. And um, and the mom was just watching. Like... That, like, that shit broke me, man. That was me as a kid. Like, not my mom watching, but it it broke me. Like, that's the shit that brought fucking tears to my eyes. But he had to push himself to that blessing. He couldn't just let no man get away with hitting his fucking kids. And then another thing, they sneak out the fucking house. They got 10, they got fucking 10, 16 niggas sitting in the fucking living room like the guards watching fucking Peter. How the fuck they even managed to get out? And why do you have a, why you out with this nigga talking about y'all doing movies, clubbing, smoking weed, whatever the fuck it is that y'all was doing. And you got all these niggas in your house watching three little girls, a five-year-old, a seven-year-old, and a 12-year-old. Why are all these niggas in this house? That's the shit that I don't like. Keep these niggas away from your fucking kids. These are little girls. They don't, uh-uh. No, I don't I don't even trust female babysitters like that. And I definitely don't trust male baby. No, your kids need to be with you. Fuck that. Anyways... He had to push himself to that fucking blessing. He had to, whew, Jesus. He had to push himself. But his past was haunting him. He remembered what the judge said. But he had to push. He had to, God, look, I know what I'm about to do is a sin. But somebody about to meet Satan today. And he politely beat the shit out of fucking Joe, as he should. With Sam Cook playing in the back, I would have popped him. Pop, pop. I would fuck all that fighting shit. Joe needs to be fucking shot. Joe, I'm sorry. Pop, pop. 
Joe, Joe needs to be fucking pop. Fucked all that other extra shit. But those are classic moments in the hood. You know, he was at his breaking point. He had to push. He had to fight himself into that blessing. He was tired in the physical, in the spirit, emotionally. He was stressed. He had to fight himself into that fucking blessing. Lord have mercy. In them final stages of pushing, it's like labor. In them final stages, you dealing with them contractions, you got the stress of people. They talking crazy. All you trying to do is go to a job and get a fucking paycheck to pay your bills and take care of yourself. And you got to fight. You got to fight. Push yourself to that blessing even when you don't feel like fucking fighting. When you emotional. You tired, you stressed, you not sleeping, you not eating. Let me take a sip of my Pepsi. But you have to push yourself even when you don't feel like you have it in you. It's like you're not even carrying your body. Like everything is so heavy. Even even when you feel like your enemies is trampling over you, people bringing up your past and shit, you like, damn, where's where's my victory? When are my enemies going come going come to an end? When when is it gonna be my chance for somebody to speak on my behalf and see the greatness in me and believe in what I'm trying to do for myself? But the bitch saw the news on her fucking flat screen in her kitchen. She saw the news that he was falsely accused. But she she just wanted something to try to walk away from what God was putting in front of her. She just wanted a reason to walk the fuck away. But that's not the way God had it. And it's nothing like that silence moment where you feel like God forgot. Everything is silent. Everything is quiet. Everything is moving the same. You don't see no change. You don't see nothing changing. It seems like shit getting worse. Then out of nowhere, boom, his fucking blessing came. This shit really had me emotional last night, y'all. No cap. This shit really had me fucking emotional. Before I forget, follow me on Instagram at 7spencer, S-E-V-I-N, S-P-E-N-C-E-R. Before I forget, this shit really had me emotional. And for the last few weeks, I felt like I was at my breaking point. Like I couldn't take no more. No cap. You know, I got people spreading nasty rumors to my grandfather. He's in another state. I'm out in Cali. I'm grinding. I'm trying to do my thug fizzle and all that. And I'm like, damn, when is he going to have a chance to hear my internet show? When is he going to have a chance to see on Instagram I'm doing well for myself? All the shout outs that I get him. When is he going to have a, when is my name going to be heard in a good thing and not necessarily the bad? When is it going to be my chance? How long are my enemies going to keep stepping over me, trying to fuck up my finances, trying to fuck up my reputation? When is it going to be my chance? God, when is somebody going to hear my voice and see that I'm a good person, that I'm talented, and all I'm doing is trying to grind? When is it going to be my chance to be the head and not the tail? When is it going to be my chance to be able to lend and not borrow? 
when is it going to be my chance for me to have my blessing, my breakthrough, and be able to do nice things for my family? When is it going to be my chance? I've, I've, that's how I was feeling for the last few weeks, but I had to, I had to, I had to realize God is still with me. As long as there's breath in my body, I'm still pushing. I'm still fighting even when I don't want to fight. I'm still going to work even when I don't want to. I'm still wake up early. I'm still on time. I'm still I'm still cleaning my house. I'm still getting my shit in order even when I don't feel like it. And there's times I feel like, God, where you at? You spoke this into my spirit. Why am I still doing this? You put music. You put a podcast. You put an invention. You put a family. You put... Where's all this shit? I know I, I know I'm crazy, but I know I'm crazy, but bitch, father, gotta keep fighting. You gotta keep pushing, even when you don't feel like it. Before I close out this podcast. I want to pray for everybody that you are blessed, you are strong, you are divine, you are special, you are talented, you are driven, you are motivated, you are going to do amazing things in your lifetime regardless of which circumstances try to confine you to. We're going to be bosses. We're going to be millionaires. We're going to be able to go on vacations where we want. We're going to be able to turn up. We're going to be able to... We're on fire for God now, but we're going to have bring all this shit to a hole where everything match. We're going to have zeros in our bank account after the fucking decimal point, bitch. Not before it. Oh, I can't wait for that day, Father. Jesus. Oof. Everything we have been praying for, we're going to have. People that are in apartments are getting ready to go to homes. People that are in homes getting ready to go to bigger homes. People that are in room for rents are getting ready to go to apartments, big apartments, lofts, townhouses. Whatever is in your spirit, God didn't put it there for no reason. We have to keep fighting. We had to fight our way into our blessings. We had to fight our way into our destinies. We had to fight our way. This podcast shit is what I really want to do. I'm fighting my way for this shit. I'm still getting up even when I don't feel like it to record. That shit last night was my content for today because it was such a powerful story. It was jam-packed with so much shit. I didn't even have a chance to get it all out, but I felt like I got the key components, though. (sighs) Jesus. Another shout-out to Tyler Perry, man. Like, I have been watching Tyler Perry movies since me being a child. 
and hearing his story that he went without his father was abusive not really in his life full time and you like damn like and you became this god is so good but i know that feeling of when you feel like it's my turn when is it going to be my turn you can be happy for others and pray for others and pray with them and pray for them. But at the end of the night, when we go home and we look at the things that we have and it's not hating on nobody, you like, damn, Father, you spoke something to my spirit too. When is it going to be my turn? I know that feeling. I know it and I know it all too well. Excuse me. I'm sorry, my. My Pepsi, my throat, and shit, my algae. I know that feeling all too well. Just keep fighting. Keep fighting. 